Okay, this is the end of Star Wars month. This is the Press Play Podcast. Hello, Seth. Hey, how you doing, Ian? I'm 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 relieved that uh-huh. this that this month is over. Yeah. But uh What's fun? Man, this this thing we're about to get into. I've got I've oh, okay, oh. so look, look, this is the Press Play Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Seth. And you can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash podcast press play. And thanks for everybody listening on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube, whatever. Everything that we're on. Let's get into this. The Rise of Skywalker. The conclusion to the Skywalker saga. Well, they say that. Yeah. But we'll see. There'll probably be a couple of spinoffs. Uh, they're talking about maybe giving Kylo Ren a prequel spinoff, which I'm not opposed to. That'd be that'd be I'd be I'd be interested in to see uh, what he went through with Luke and all that because they don't tell you. Not really. No, and I was slightly one, one little that. moment. Yeah, I was slightly expecting that, but no, we didn't get that. So, uh, so, so we saw this movie Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah, ten thirty, and I, I knew going into work the next day I was going to be exhausted, but uh, I did not expect to be as tired as I was because this movie took a lot out of me. Yeah, and th- this, this is how we treat all Star Wars movies. When the movie is over, we don't say a word to each other, just walk to the car. Just to process what we just saw. Mm-hmm. That's also out of courtesy too. You never want to talk about a movie like that in a lobby of a theater. That's because there were some people doing it, and it pissed me off. Yeah, like have like I, it's ten thirty the first night. If you're just coming out of the theater, keep it to yourself because there's people going in. Yeah. Jesus Christ, have some common courtesy, and that's that's for any movie really. Okay, so this movie starts out very bad. <laughs> I am not. Gonna, this is the first, like like you said a couple a couple episodes ago. All Star Wars movies start in space. This one did not. It starts out with just Kylo Ren wrecking people. Yeah, pretty much. And okay, but I want to talk about the crawl. The very first words of the crawl made me just go, "Wait, what?" Because it was the dead speak with an exclamation point, all caps. What are you talking about? Oh. Even in the crawl, they're like, "Oh yeah, Palpatine's alive." They couldn't, they couldn't wait to tell you that. I know, right? My God! And in the first five minutes, he's in this movie, which I don't mind. He's back, but I don't mind. He's back, but Jesus Christ, give it a minute. And, and just so you guys can understand the tone of of this review, I don't hate this movie. Well, but I. I think there are a lot of really, really good ideas in this film that are executed and pay off very poorly. Um, I'm pretty sure I despised this film. I told you what I in the parking lot. I couldn't wait till we got in the car. I said I think I hated this movie. Yeah, and I I tried to process. It. I want to see this film again because I don't. I want to make sure my reactions aren't knee jerk. But I have been sitting on these thoughts for a few days. And oh yeah, I've had there's some things I can't get over. No, I and there are things that I liked when I was in the car, and then I thought about it more, and I ended up I I ended up disliking this movie more the more I thought about it, and that's not a good thing. But yeah, okay, so in the first five minutes, they throw away Snoke completely. Like it was a bit of a waste of time. This he he was a waste of t- of everyone's time. Force Awakens and Last Jedi doesn't matter, which is. Okay, if you're gonna hold play, if you're gonna play the whole Palpatine is pulling the strings thing, but mm-hmm. my God, which again a plot point that I don't mind. I but how he's doing it? Yeah, it's a plot point that would be good if they didn't give it to you in such a poor way. Because they just, they they just spell it out for you, and they yeah, and they show you that he oh he just he's basically just a creature that was made. I'm assuming from Palpatine's DNA because he shouldn't be able to shoot force lightning like that. Well, no, he, apparently he kept his ghost alive and he was able to put his spirit into a new body or some shit like that. But give me, give me something else to go on than just telling me that. Why couldn't the opening of this movie be that, or the crawl say that Kylo Ren has felt a, a disturbance of the dark side and decides to go find him? And has led to him and has turned even more. He's been trying so hard to be the bad guy this whole time. And he, he finds the most evil person in the galaxy, finds out that he's been pulling the strings, and now he's a slave to the dark side. 
That's, we, we don't get that. That's this, one way they could have gone. This movie, I, I told you this earlier, this movie had an ample and just golden opportunity to tell a complete deep story about the Force because you, you, you see it there. You see it on the, on, the, on the lining of this script. You see that idea. But they don't do that for some reason. I don't know. This this is a movie that catered to everyone's fa- head canon. This this dude this this film seems like fan fiction. Oh yeah, because everything that people wanted to be true, they pretty much just gave it to you after after people didn't like the Last Jedi. Yeah, this movie is so damn safe, and it's so pa- and it's pandering. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like you took. You took Finn's character and made him the sassy black friend. Yeah, he's completely different in this movie. He's yeah. like, he might as well have been a different person. Yeah, he absolutely was a different person from the very beginning of this film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who was this guy? Because he's being a smartass, and you know he gets all the one-liners and whatnot, and him and Poe are basically BFFs now, and they're basically like Starsky and Hutch, and they're going on all these adventures. I understand that, he, that he's a, a, a rebel now, but... His his mannerisms and characteristics are and personality are one hundred percent different. They are, and it's ridiculous. He's changed in a way that you don't see, and it's hard to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Like I don't. I I did not. I didn't care. All of this stuff happens off screen that you're supposed to accept in the beginning of this movie, and I just I like I said I don't buy it because I'm not shown any of it. I'm told it all in the fucking crawl. And that much time between that much character development shouldn't be glossed over. Mm-mm. And it all was. I just, it seemed the, the beginning of this movie is very jarring. And it's also very poorly edited. It just keeps jumping from one thing to another. Like, I, I told you this in the theater that I, I didn't like the way this movie looked. No, because even the, the worst, we're five I've minutes never in this movie, seen they keep Ab- jumping. I've never seen an Abrams film that looked like this. I've never seen a Star Wars film that just kept cutting from one thing to another. Like, uh, they're they're trying to outrun this thing, and then they just keep cutting back to Kylo Ren, and then they cut to Ray, and they cut to Kylo, then they cut to the light speed thing. Like, you're, you're showing me too much. This yeah, is not how Star Wars works. You're, you're, you're not, they're not giving you enough time with, with the characters no. to care about what's going on. Which now we have a MacGuffin in Star Wars. That's a thing. The dagger. The dagger. Which, yeah, okay, great. Now this is national treasure. Again, yeah, this felt like a. It didn't feel like a Star Wars film to me. It just no. didn't. It it had all the imagery, had all the names and things that were there. That's all. But that's the thing is Abrams did this with the second Star or Star Trek film. He just mentioned shit to mention shit. Yeah, and, and I don't like that in in a film when you're just mentioning things. You know who else did that? Lucas in the prequels. Yeah. That's all he did was mention things and they're trying to sell you back nost- I don't don't sell me nostalgia. Write a good movie. Now, now this this goes against in anything that I've ever seen in Star Wars or even Star Trek for that matter when they're doing the whole light jumping thing. I'm 95% sure when you're at light speed, you should not be able to pull out in the middle of a planet, which is what they did. They they just kept light skipping to different points in the universe just to show you things. And it was... It's ve- a cool maneuver, but... It's a cool maneuver, but it, that they shouldn't be just reappearing in the middle of all this crap. Like, no, that's not how light speed works. You should... Like it, it's almost a holdo maneuver. Like, if you hit one of those things at light speed, you'd probably explode. And you're just appearing in the middle of all this stuff. That's just in your way. That is ridiculous. I, it, you know, it's not teleportation. It's 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 light speed. It doesn't work that way. Not in this universe. It doesn't. No. And it's it's completely ridiculous. And it almost it almost took me out because I understand they're being chased, and they they uh, they showed you in the last movie that the Empire has the or the First Order, whatever. It's the same thing that they have the ability <laughs> to track you through light speed. So they have to do this. So they have to find new maneuvers to get away from them. But it's still silly. It was completely ridiculous and over the top, even for a Star Wars film. Yeah, I just. They just they, they were just showing you a bunch of cool things. The whole movie's like that. The whole movie is nothing but a, a it's almost as as reference happy as a Family Guy episode. 
Pretty much. They just reference things from, from the other movies. And I, to me, that's just a, a very cynical way to write a script. Now, this, this is another problem that I have with this movie. And we're not even 10 minutes in, but I have to bring it up. This movie... I understand if you want to if you want to fake out your audience with a with a death scene, but there are too many death scenes that mean nothing. Mean absolutely nothing. All the weights taken out of all of them. Yeah, because how many times did someone die in this film to end up not dying? Like four. Yeah, my, you had Chewie, three PO, Kylo, and then Ray. They just made death inconsequential. It's like I'm it watching Dragon nothing. Ball. It means it meant absolutely nothing because I. I liked that they didn't actually kill him, but the more I thought about it, you should have killed Chewie. Yeah. When he was supposed to die, Chewie should be dead because it is more emotional for Rey to want to keep her powers under control because she's afraid now of what she can do, yeah. and she got one of her friends killed. Wouldn't that have... God, that would have been so much more to that character had she been dealt... Had she had to deal with that guilt. Yes. That she killed one of her friends... And he should have stayed dead when they brought him back. I'm like, are you serious? And you could, and you could have actually used that fear to give Kylo the advantage, or use her hatred of Kylo because it's actually both of their faults. But she is using her rage in a yep. fight. But it takes the gravity out of it. And I, again, this is something that you don't, you've never seen in Star Wars before. I was always of the belief that Force-sensitive people could only sense other Force-sensitive people, mm-hmm. which is why in Return of the Jedi, Vader's on that ship, and Vader knows that Luke's on that ship. Or in A New Hope, uh, uh, I've sensed something, a presence I've not felt since yada yada. I, yeah. I didn't believe that Rey sensed Chewbacca, because Chewbacca is no one. He's not, he's not sending out Force Wi-Fi signals. But she just like, Chewie's on that ship. I didn't know you could do that. But okay. I guess we're just we're we're just coming up with force powers out of our ass at this point. Apparently. Because they did that a lot in this movie. They just they're just giving you shit and you're you're supposed to believe it because it's the force. That's the and that's the main problem I have with the film, is that it's not that you're it's not that you're just giving me force powers I've never heard of. That's fine. But you need to give them context. Yes. Just to show them because they look cool. Yeah, and and Ray is, is is stupid OP in this movie because you're just you're just telling me that she spent three days with Luke Skywalker in the last film and now she can sense Chewbacca in orbit. I'm not buying it, and she can pull a transport ship out of the sky. It's cool to look at. It was cool to look at, but my God, you need to you need to give me a build to that. That's storytelling 101. You no. can't just show shit. This, like I, like I, this is basically episode three all over again. They had to tie shit up, but they just didn't know how to tell you a story, so they just showed you a bunch of things to get you to the next thing. Nothing, nothing in this movie was really even hinted at in the last two movies. There's like maybe no. one or two things, and I'll get to that. But one thing that I, I, and I. I hate how predictable this movie is. After the first good half hour, yeah. I pretty much predicted eight or nine things that were going to happen. Because they spelled it out for you. Yeah. And that's bad storytelling. When I could tell you before he even says it that Hux is the traitor. I hated that part. That part was stupid and insulting. Again. They're saying shit to say shit. It didn't, there was, it was out of, when you don't get any clues in the story that he might be that, but you're still able to predict it, come on. Yeah. You are given nothing to believe, to suspect him at all. No, because at the beginning of this movie, they tell you that there's a traitor amongst the First Order. Hey, why not this other guy who looks like he's important, but you've never seen before? Why couldn't it be him? Because you don't know who this person is. We saw Hux blow up five planets at once in the very first movie. He is a bad man. And him and his and his reason for it. I don't care if you win. I just need him to lose. That's ooh, that's stupid. 
I, I again, I didn't buy any motivations in this movie. Mm-mm. I didn't even buy Kylo Ren's motivation in this movie. Because and they took it all away. Everything that he was built up to be is completely forgotten about in this film. Not to mention, there's symbolism in this movie that they spell out for you. When he rebuilds his mask, Ray even tells you, "We, you don't need to say it. We understand that his mask is the way it is. It's cracked because that's the way that he feels. But Ray blatantly says that. That's not storytelling. That's hand-holding. We didn't need you to explain symbolism. No. It, 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 the characters don't have to tell you things. Your brain will, though. Yeah. Because the imagery should speak to you. Yeah, I know. He's standing around the Knights of Ren. I know what they're rebuilding. They're rebuilding his mask. And when you see it, it's cracked. That That's symbolism. You don't have and to that's spell a, it and out. And that's a blatant... That's not even deep. No. That's beating you over the head with it. But you didn't need to say it. No, you didn't. But they did anyway. So that's twice they're beating you over the head. Yeah. And... <sighs> I don't know. I, I think the the most unnecessary plot point period is Ray being a Palpatine. Oh my! What God. did that add to anyone? Nothing. It just made everyone go, "Aha! I knew it." They're oh oh Luke and Leia knew the whole time. Did they? Did, did they, they really? really? No. No, they didn't. Come they most on, certainly man. Did not. And Why couldn't it have been? The, see, this is the problem with the story. It's too complicated. It's not only it compli- is a mess. It's not only complicated. It's it, it's just and it's, it's all pandering to headcanon. It's all contrivance. Everything's a contrivance. There's no natural flow to any logic, to any decision that any of these characters make. I I, I don't know what I saw because no. the this, story the story should have been the, the Star Wars has always been about one thing, good and evil. Yes, it's black and white. Blue and, lightsaber versus red. And having Ray bridge those two is a wonderful story point. It's a wonderful opportunity to tell a good story about the Force, but they don't do that. They just, oh, she's a Palpatine. That's why she's so powerful. Why can't she just still be nobody? That's even more compelling. Not to mention, just <laughs> because you're, uh, why, why wasn't the Emperor... Going after Ray's parents, trying to turn them. What makes her so friggin' special? Did the Force skip a generation? And just because she's a Palpatine, you automatically have all of his powers. That's not how the Force works. That's how comic books work. Yeah. This is not a comic book. This is a sci-fi fantasy that started out in film. Do whatever you want to do in non-canon storytelling. I don't care, because there's hundreds of books that have nothing to do with the actual canon. Right. They're just there to exist. But this one, just because she's a Palpatine, she can automatically shoot lightning. No, that is a that is a skill that has to be learned and taught, and even Jedi Knights can do that. That's not a Sith power. It's just a rare ability. Exactly. But because she's a Palpatine, oh, she can do it just be, just because she wanted to. No, he should have been the only one that uh, that is able to do that. Yeah, that's his power. Uh, she well, didn't have time. No, but Count Dooku can learn it because he learned it from, you know. The I mean, in the in the context of this one film. Yeah, yeah, okay, I understand. <sighs> Man. And this movie, I almost walked out of the theater when this movie did this. We got a full-fledged Suicide Squad-type sky beam in a Star Wars film. Whenever he's got his hands up oh, in the air with the lightning, yeah. that's a sky beam. Why do I have that? Not that- to mention, it was only why. Okay, this this airspace that you're that you're showing us is filled with rebellion and first order ships. Why is it only affecting those? The I horse. I don't. Okay. Second, in uh, about an hour and a half ago in this movie, Ray blew up a transport ship with lightning. Why are they just falling out of the sky and not blowing up? You're, like, this is it's this is within this movie's own internal logic, not the rest of the series. In this movie, yeah, it makes no sense. This 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 should have been a lot more personal. It should have been 
Oh, but can I just say this? I wanted to walk out when they... Okay, first of all, this movie completely mishandles Leia. I understand that Carrie Fisher died, and mm. you, you use what footage you have with her, but they killed her like she was nothing. She just dies all of a sudden. Yeah. It is stupid. Just dies. Just dies. For no reason. Couldn't those have been uh, flashback sequences? I don't it know. was previous footage from The Force Awakens. Why wasn't that a flashback sequence? I don't know. Where she's, you know, she. I, I don't get it, man. But like, I like. Speaking, Again, showing you shit just to show you shit. And speaking of mishandling Leia, so I understand that Ray stole the books, which is how she's been learning so much. Right. And. Leia is pretty much the only person that can teach her if she also read the books. But halfway through this film, you let us know that, oh, no, she had a lightsaber, but she just quit being a Jedi for no reason. They told us that in this film. In this film, they told us that. When this movie is almost over. Yeah, she just stopped. That was blatantly insulting. You can't... You can't just add things to a character without giving me an explanation. Yeah, and speaking of called it, Leia has a lightsaber and Luke says, take both of them. Well, gee, I wonder who's going to use the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me, they damn sure did. God, I hated this film for how easy it was to predict how it was going to go. It's ridiculous. The 3PO scene, for instance. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll be fine, because they even told you R2 has a backup memory. Then this film holds no weight. Yeah. You know, he, th- th- this moment means nothing. It doesn't. It meant nothing. It, it was it was supposed to be this big emotional scene, no, and it's but not. It was, it was only there so they could show you it in the trailer. Yep. That was it. That was a trailer shot. It was a punch in the face when they, because they said, oh, well, doesn't R2 have a backup memory? Well, you know, he, he he's so unreliable, and then they just give it to you anyway. Oh, yeah, here's C-3PO. He's fine. Here's Chewbacca. He's fine. Here's Kylo Ren. He's fine. Here's Rey. She's fine. God damn it! Stop killing people! Because it means nothing. You're just giving them back to us. If you're... Like, they killed Han Solo, and he's dead. X-person. He's done. But he's back. Yep, he's back now as a ghost. For no reason at all. You're not a force ghost. You're a... You're a person, a human man. You're nothing. What? Unless Kylo Ren's going crazy, which is what they basically try to tell you. Like, no, you shouldn't. Harrison Ford should not be in this movie. No. It because Leia died right before this scene. I understand you probably couldn't get her, but could you get a voice emulator to use to, so she could speak to him? Something. Something. Why? Why? Why couldn't he have come up with this? Revelation on his freaking own. Yeah. That means more to a character. You know what? I'll say this. You could have put Hayden Christensen in Han Solo's role. At least Darth Vader is someone that uh, Kylo Ren would listen to. Yeah. But even then, it would... uh, Again, it's it's just... It's pandering imagery. Yeah. (sighs) You... I and I, I here's a problem I've always had with the Star Wars films is that except for the prequels, they all have different directors. Yeah, this trilogy should have had one director and one vision. And now, if you if you have it, but the the same director directed two of these movies, why didn't and they're he, so different? Why didn't he respect what was before it and build off of that? I don't know. You why forget did, about it. Why completely? didn't Lucas do the same thing when he made the prequels? He forgot about his own his own works. I know he didn't direct any. I know he didn't direct Empire or Jedi, but you're the you're the Godfather of Star Wars. Have respect for your own work. And he didn't. And neither did Abrams. Nope. This and let me ask you this: What does Chewie being alive even serve to this movie? Oh, that wonderful scene of him finding out Leia was dead. I didn't care. He does. He does nothing in this film. Not really. He's just always there. He doesn't do anything in any of the other films, but he's always there. Take him out. It changes nothing. But at least you could have had character development. 
there's so much of this story that could be taken out that would not only tighten up the script, but actually make it a better Star Wars film. It would film. make it a better Star Wars film. Because this was, to me, not a Star Wars film. Grant, yeah, they like to remind you that it's a Star Wars film a lot because I don't think I've ever seen a lightsaber more in any Star Wars movie ever because she brought that thing out all the time. I have never seen anybody bring out their lightsaber more than she did. Jesus Christ. I know. It's She did it just because they needed a light. <laughs> Which, it could be used that way, sure, but... But that's a deadly weapon. Be careful with that. Oh, my God. And then I I also thought about this. Do you remember when another another called it moment when Rey goes back to Luke Skywalker's planet, burns the ship, and she looks at the lightsaber. I'm like, she's going to throw it, and Luke's going to catch it. I knew that. Yeah. A child could have figured that out. And Luke catches it. Yeah, because we haven't seen him yet. And what's the first thing he says? A Jedi's weapon should be treated with more respect. Really? Because I saw you throw it over a cliff in the last film. (laughs) Don't you dare start with me. Which, I I mean, him throwing away the lightsaber is right in line with his character. Because what did he do at the end of Jedi? He threw it away. Yes. Because it's not the answer to everything. The answer to everything is in the Force, and that's what this movie should have been about. Ray shouldn't have been able to bounce lightning back to Palpatine to kill him again. Oh, this God. is the second really, time he's done this. Do you, yeah, do you want to talk about that? Okay, dude, you've done this several times. You should know Force lightning against a lightsaber does not work. Like, like we said in the prequels, everyone in this movie is stupid. The villain is just as dumb as we left him in the prequels because he's doing the same thing he did against Mace Windu, bouncing lightning back at him, and now, instead of just deforming his face, he killed himself because of it. And where did this whole stealing life force bullshit come from? I don't know. And it rebuilt his body? Okay, that is completely... I groaned when I saw that. Yeah. When he stole both of their life forces, Kylo Ren and Rey, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Kylo Ren should have already effing been there. He should have been there with Palpatine the entire time. And if you want the little redemption that we got of Kylo Ren or whatever, have Kylo kill himself. Make him part of the... Like, he's part of the key to turn her, and if I take myself out of the equation... Or he he said, okay, this is not, okay. Two things that don't make sense. One, all of the Sith are in me. So if if Ray strikes him down, she will get all of his powers. That's stupid. It makes no sense. Second, if somebody just nearly had, if all somebody had to do was kill him, Kylo should have killed him and then killed himself. Yeah. And the like, Sith are gone. This is done. Yeah, the deed is done. It is decided. It should it it, it, it it that's not how you turn someone. No, you don't just put another, another spirit into them. No, they lose their own soul. That's what that's what going to the dark side does. It destroys who you are as a person. And it makes absolutely. Where in Star Wars did uh, did somebody strike down another opponent and then they just they just took their powers? That's that's what that's what they did in Heroes. Yeah. You you, you uh, this 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 script is frustrating as hell. Yeah, I was so frustrated watching it. It mishandles the coolest thing about Star Wars, and that is the Force. The Force is dumb in this film. This, it is so dumb. This movie should have been all about the Force. And there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of the Force in it, but the Force is stupid. How she you know her coming to the realization that you have to balance it within yourself. That should have been the ultimate goal of this film. Because they do turn her into a gray Jedi, but they only do it with a yellow lightsaber. Which is usually what the gray Jedi carry, but they only show it to you for two seconds. Yeah, but they but see, they do that, and that's supposed to tell you that she is gray, but you're only going to know that if you've read books or played video games. They don't explain that in this movie. No, they don't explain, they don't explain it ever. They don't explain that at all, ever. Ever. In no film do they explain it. So, again, worthless pandering imagery. There's Jedi Temple Guards that have yellow lightsabers in this Clone Wars cartoon. Who gives a shit? 
They're not Grey Jedi, they're guarding the temple. Who- Why is it yellow? Unless you know what a Grey Jedi is, this means nothing. It's like, oh cool, another color we've never seen before or will never be explained to us. Yeah, so you just show me something that I need to have prior knowledge of other shit in order to understand and get any sort of payoff out of it. Yeah, no, that's not how Star Wars works. That's how Marvel works. That's not how stories work. Well, I granted when the when the Avengers the very first Avengers movie came out and you sat through the trailer and you saw Thanos. I didn't know who Thanos was. Everybody around me did. I had to go look it up. This is not how Star Wars should be. It should just it should just be. I should not have to go look at why was her lightsaber yellow? I shouldn't have to Google that. No. I should never have to Google anything in Star Wars. You know what I did have to find out? Uh, because, and this is horrible storytelling, when the director of this film tweeted out what Finn wanted to tell Ray when they were sinking in the quicksand, you should not have to tweet that. No, that tell should us have been in, the, in your film. Tell us in the film, you piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm mad because... At the end of the movie, I'm thinking he never told her what they were gonna, what he was gonna say. What he was going to say is that he's force sensitive, according to J.J. Abrams, which is dog shit. Because, like I said at the beginning of this review, Finn is a completely different character, and all of a sudden, at the end of this film, at the end, he suddenly feels Ray is dead, Just out of nowhere. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. You do not get to just do that. That has that takes movies to explain. You can't just do that with 20 minutes left in your film. No. you. I mean, they could have done that throughout the entirety of this film, and it could have worked had they alluded to it. Like, Ray, like, Ray senses that, you know, they, and she's like, what's happening? And he's like, I don't know, but now I can feel it. Sure. Like the, the, Again, this movie should have been about the Force. The Force is trying to balance itself out because Palpatine has become so freaking evil that it's so the Force is using Rey to end everything. This story should have been simple, and it wasn't. No, no I got to go look for a dagger that has Sith writing on it. And by the way, I'll look stop, another side quest. stop saying that word in these movies if you're not going to tell me who they are or what they've done. Yeah, Sith language. Okay, so that means there's a lot of them. But they're clearly different races and species because Darth Maul was not a human being. So what are they? And who are these people on this planet chanting whose faces you'll never see? Are those Sith? What are, what are those? They don't tell you. No. They're just there because it looked creepy. The whole dagger thing was a stupid reason to get them to go on another side quest. Why do you keep doing that? Because they kept... He just... All he does is he gives them little things. He gives them errands. Pretty much. That's what this dagger shit was. It was just an errand to get us back to the... Oh, look. There's the Death Star from Return of the Jedi. I don't care. I don't care. Not to mention... You are overwhelmingly lucky that that little part of the Death Star that you had to be in is not underwater. Because, realistically speaking, it probably should be. But even if it's not, again, this... It's not its not where she is, it's how she got there. That's the problem. Yeah. Is how she got to the Death Star. It would have been cool had she stumbled upon it and holy crap what what is this and she's getting images from the force of what happened of, of the first one blowing up and there's a better way to do this not a treasure hunt oh and i remember us talking about this when we first started this podcast i told you all we both told you that double lightsaber ray red meant nothing it was a stupid two-minute scene, and I should not be able to tell you what's going to happen in a Star Wars movie after one trailer. But I called it. That's mm-hmm. another thing that we all called because no one cared. Did you honestly... Was there anyone that was watching this film thinking that that was actually going to mean anything? No, not in this film. No. Uh, any logical person who has even... Because if it was going to mean something, they wouldn't have shown you in marketing. No. There's not a single Star Wars fan on this planet that probably thought, oh, Ray's going to turn evil. 
you're ignorant and stupid if you thought that. There's no way in hell they would do that. They just showed it to you so they could sell you another lightsaber. And I guarantee you in about three weeks, there's going to be a lightsaber that does that whole flip thing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, just wait. I'll call it right now. It'll be out. Yes, because why does Baby Yoda exist? To sell you toys. Which Star Wars has always been about that, but... Storytelling comes second. Story, Yeah. Storytelling should not be this... It shouldn't be this amateur. I just... I, if no, if I can sit there because, and think I, of... And, and pick apart your movie... Well, here's the thing, though. This is bad storytelling because you know who wrote this film? Really? The fans. The fans did. They did everything they could to make everyone happy. He catered to almost every single stupid fan theory that I saw on the internet. Yes. And that's... Uh, that is insulting. I cannot believe I'm saying this about a Star Wars film that is not one, two, or three. Ryan Johnson tweeted that that pandering to fans is a mistake. Yes, and people hated him because they hated his movie because he did not do what they wanted. Mm-mm. And I applauded that. So good did for I. you. Don't give these people exactly what they want. Give them a good story and a great payoff, but don't make Ray a Palpatine or. Or turn Kylo Ren back to the good side because that it is it's lazy. You date you basically didn't have to do any writing yourself. You let us do it, and that's not satisfying when you go watch a film. I was that's that's in one word that's what this film is. It's so dissatisfying, and I because nothing pays off in a. Good way. And don't do not get me wrong. I have I've been yelling for the last thirty five minutes. I did not want to hate this movie. Neither did I. I wanted to you saw how excited I was in the fucking car. Yeah. I wanted this film to be just one of the greatest Star Wars films because this is the end of the Skywalker saga. This is all you get. If they if they give you another franchise, it's gonna be either the old Republic or something or the Mandalorian Wars or something else. This movie should have been, oh my god, it should have been wonderful. Their swan song. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was not. It was so fucking safe that it it didn't it doesn't challenge the viewer emotionally at all. No. And that's what a film's supposed to do. It's supposed to challenge your emotions. It just jingled the 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 CGI keys at you. It just showed you, look what we can do. Look at all this cool stuff. Yeah. That's that's not what I want in my Star Wars. I I don't want to see a bunch of force powers just thrown at me in the in the in the you know right in my face. No, I don't want to see a lightsaber every two minutes. I don't want to. I don't want to see. It's not just jumping from one action scene to the next. I don't want to see force lightning in a sky beam. You you didn't tell me anything about these people. No, if if you if, if uh, the sky beam thing was stupid, what I thought should have actually happened, and I thought about this today, if you have Palpatine back from the dead and he's at full power, don't use your lightning, pull them out of the sky. If you're that powerful, because we saw Ray do it at the beginning of this film, yep. just pull them out, pull them out of the sky and crash them into the ground. But no. We had to get gigantic Avengers level sky beams. Why is that a thing? I don't why know do why I that, have to see that it's, in it's every a thing freaking because movie? of Avengers. Oh yeah, it's Avengers' fault. They're in every comic book now, or every comic book movie now, and every science fiction movie now. It's so dumb. It's a stupid way to let you know that there's danger. We know there's danger. You told us in the crawl. Yeah, make me feel danger for these people. You don't though. Yeah, if he was just so there's a sky beam. I guess they got to stop it because he because he was even saying I'll, ah, uh, fucking Christ, I hate this film. <laughs> I, I am, don't want to. I don't I, I'm, I'm so film. I'm so disappointed in it that, and that's the thing too. It made me feel. I still had a lot of fun watching certain scenes. Sure, it's not. It's not a bad movie to look at. No. It looks nice. Like I said, they're just jingling keys in front of you. 
but the story is nonsensical. It's it's messy. It's rushed. It's rushed. Very pandering. And it shouldn't have been that way. No. He shouldn't have... The, the, the studio... And, and Kathleen Kennedy is a better producer than this. Oh, I know. She's been around for a long time, and people don't realize the movies that she's been a part of. Um, She was part of Back to the Future. She was part of Indiana Jones. She was part of all that stuff in the 80s. She brought you a lot, a lot of good films. But I don't know why that this studio decided that the the end to the biggest film franchise ever in history should be this cynical, pandering, fan fiction film. It should not have been this. No, because, like I said, people hated Ryan Johnson, but if he's going to challenge you and give you something that you weren't expecting, then give him another film and fuck J.J. Abrams. Because I would rather have I, w- I would rather have had Ryan Johnson make this film and ta- and do what he would have thought was the right thing to do. Because Star Wars, it does belong to us. They should have brought Kasdan on as a, as a screenwriter. Too. Yes, we're the fans. Star Wars belongs to us. It doesn't belong to Disney. But we should not be writing your films. No, we shouldn't be. And. I, I don't want people to think that it's going against my own headcanon because, like I said, there's certain ideas in this film that I like. They're just not done right. They're not. Yeah. They're 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 poorly executed. My headcanon was Ray was nobody, but because the Force needed to be in balance, she just became powerful. Because that's what the unit. That's what the Force decided should happen. That's what these movies were telling us. I don't hate that you brought back Palpatine. I hate how you brought back Palpatine. Yeah. Because. But that he's ab- back could work. Yeah. If in, in in the and I'm I'm bringing up the prequels. At least in the prequels, you knew he was behind the scenes pulling strings. In this one, they just beat you over the head with it, saying you should have you should have known this the whole time. No, I shouldn't have because you gave us nothing. Kylo Ren should have found him and woke him up, or something, something like that. Give me, give me something that that goes in line with what these characters actually would do, or with what these other two films have given you. Because he found no. ancient texts or whatever. He's or he's the the dark side's calling out to him, and then he finds his spirit and brings him back. I mean, he's this—he's the supreme leader now. Maybe Snoke had some ancient text that he just found, right? Every character in this film is mishandled and completely forgotten where they came from. Or, All of them, or finds notes from Plagueis. Or That's something. how you do fan service. Yeah, it makes for. Like I said, characters are completely mishandled. Rose is in this film. I don't know if you remember that. Until now, this, actually, no. Lando's in this film. Did you know that? Oh, you know who else is in this film? Maz Kanata. Why? It's because she was in the first one. She was in the second one for like a minute, but she has no business being a being a rebel whatever because she wasn't that. She was playing both sides. She was neutral. When she when, when you see her in the beginning uh, or in, in Force Awakens, she has this bar that anyone can go to. Mm-hmm. She's not... It's so she can get information. I guess... But now she's just here for no reason, adding nothing to the story, nothing to the plot. She's just there. Just like Rose. Is just there. And Lando. And Wedge. Wedge Antilles for two seconds shows up. Less. Less. All he all you see is nice flying, Lando. That took a minute, or that took a second of me to, for me to say. That's how long you see Wedge Antilles, one of the greatest pilots in the Resistance. Yeah, and the fact that he hasn't been a part of this the whole time doesn't make sense either. No. it. I mean, sure, maybe he's old. Maybe he can't fly so well anymore, but... He should still be around. He should still be around. He could still you, be a general. You just don't throw him into this film in an X-Wing for, for no a reason. second for no reason. That was more fan service. Like, hey, because people like me wanted to know where Wedge was. And they gave me what I wanted. Don't do that. Ugh. And another called it episode or another called it moment. It is it is so it's it's bad drama 
when I can tell you exactly how this is going to be fixed because, okay, the resistance shows up. Thousands upon thousands of star destroyers, each with dis planet destroying capabilities. Biggest threat we've ever seen in Star Wars, yep. by far. The Resistance is getting their ass kicked, but they told you earlier, Lando and Chewie are going to take the Falcon, send out a signal, and let everyone know, hey, come help us. Well, now I know how this is going to get resolved, because they're going to be at their very lowest point, and then everyone in the universe is going to show up. Oh, shit, how did I know that was going to happen? Because I saw it in Endgame! I, I saw it in Avengers! I saw it in hundreds of films! It happens all the time! No one's coming. Fuck you. Yeah. It's again, this movie's just safe. It hits all the safe story points and No, you keep using that word. This movie is cliche. That too. This movie is a cliche. And my god. They even take direct dialogue from their own films. When you first meet Palpatine, he says the exact same thing to Kylo Ren. He then said he to told Anakin, Anakin in the exact same way, word for word. It was word for word. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some would consider unnatural. He said that exact same thing to Kylo Ren. Why? Why are you stealing Lucas dialogue for one? Yeah, and second, <laughs> trust me, Kylo Ren knows about the dark side's abilities. That's why he's trying to be bad. Why are you saying this to him? You're say you're basically saying it to us, but we know. We're not stupid. You could have been shown that in a much better way. <sighs> like again, Kylo goes to find him and he hears him. You are strong with the dark side. But I concentrate can make you and concentrate and bring me back and I will make you more powerful than ever. That's what temptation is. Oh, and now there's a throne? Sure. What the fuck are you talking about a throne? And now Kylo and or Raylo are going to sit on the throne together. So they're the king and queen of shit. I don't which is an anagram for Sith by the way. Yeah. Um when did this why why is there a throne? Cuz he's the emperor. That's why. But it was never a throne. It was a turning chair. Yeah. <laughs> he was basically... I guess the, he built it. He was, I just don't. The, he was just the CEO of the Empire. He got the spinny chair. Oh. But then again, Darth Vader had a spinny chair. He had a much cooler spinny chair. In Empire, if you yeah, remember. Yeah, the, the big yeah, cause, cause hamster his thing, ball that came yeah, around. Yeah, because his thing came up, and you, yeah, that was cool. I, I, I may need a beer. Yeah, probably. Oh, we haven't even mentioned... Oh, God, there's more. The Kiss... Why was that there? Why did they do that? Because, yeah, I got that totally from the other two films in this movie, too. That they were in love. I Oh, I got it, especially when 45 minutes earlier in this film, she murdered him. Yeah. Stabbed him with his own lightsaber. Zero consequences. Nope, just brought him back. And then, oh, but, well, she did it for me, so I should probably do it for her, even though she stabbed me. And they show you that force healing power in the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, God. They knew what they were doing. They knew, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, th that episode came out the just day, day before, before. And I watched it, and I saw it, and I I called that, too. As soon as I saw that scratch on that giant worm, I'm like, don't you fucking do it. Don't you fucking do it. And she heals him. I'm like, damn it. The Mandalorian knew what it was doing. Of course it did. You son of a bitch. Which... Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm sure that the writing of the Mandalorian came after that, but that means that they told him, "Hey, put this in this, so that when people go to see the movie, they're like, oh, that's the thing I saw on the TV show. The little cute baby green thing did it. Yeah, I, she's got ET healing powers. Cool. I, just, I mean, I mean, force healing. Yeah, that's cool. It makes that makes sense. The force can do that. But there's a. Uh, every time in any movie that I've seen healing like that, E.T., Paul, whatever, when it when it, when you heal something like that, it has to take a toll on your own body. And it doesn't until the very end when it's convenient. When the plot needs it to happen. Yes, because 
if you're gonna you're gonna cure this gigantic worm thing with scratches, scratches should probably just appear on you. I'm not saying how, the, but she did say transferring your own life force energy into that. Okay, cool. At least explain. Okay, maybe you lost a few years off your life because you did. That. I don't know. But when you heal Kylo Ren from death. And it takes no toll on your body whatsoever, but when Kylo Ren does it, it kills him. I'm I'm just trying to hold this movie accountable to its own logic within the two hours that it gave us. Not the rest of the movies, just this one. This movie is inconsistent with itself. Yes, it is. It's all over the place. All and over the place. And it's just doing things because they're either convenient or they had to tie things up. No matter how they gave it to you, Mm-mm. I, oh my god! But yeah, I, didn't I, even I, say I, anything. Haven't, haven't even mentioned Poe because he's in this movie, but he serves no purpose whatsoever. He's just there to drive him around and say funny things, pretty much. And they get, they also handed off that baton to Finn for some reason because now he's the sassy black friend. Why is he saying? Why is he saying this? What did he say? Is he always this girl? Girl. D- don't is that what he said? They, I don't even remember, but it was it was that stereotypical and cynical. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't understand what they were thinking. Finn serves no purpose in this movie either, because there's one moment where you think that he's actually going to mean something when Ray and Kylo Ren are fighting on the uh, broken Death Star. And he he's rushing after her. He yells. She just pushes him away, just like the film does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty and much. he serves no purpose for for the rest of the movie because he's he's just yelling, trying I, to say. I thought that she was gonna bring him bring Ray back to the light side because she's definitely feeding on the dark side when they're fighting. And he's yelling at her, pushes him away. All right, fuck fuck Finn then. All right, fine. I don't. Why should I care about Finn if the movie doesn't? I mean, yeah, she was pushing him out of danger, but no, that wasn't no. it. No, she was pushing him because she wanted to kill him. She didn't want to be talked out of it. And that's not that's just something that I thought. It's not that she she didn't want him to get hurt. No, she just didn't want to hear it. But you're not they don't the movie doesn't follow through with it. Nope. Cuz they just give him somebody else to talk to. There's just, just these other first order defectors. Which, that would have been a cool moment, but I wasn't feeling it. There's just so much you can take out that they had in this movie that doesn't mean anything. It's like, oh, you're derp derp one 2 3 4 I'm FN2187. Okay, next scene. Yeah, let's not explore that at all. No, because there could be more. We could use these people. And they do, but they're on horses on a giant... St- horses on a starship. You've lost they me, Star Wars. They were in space, weren't they? You've lost me, Star Wars. Well, they were technically in Atmo, so they, I guess oh, they can still yeah, breathe. Yeah. But you've lost me, Star Wars. As soon as you showed me that, I'm like, this is this movie is silly. It jumped the shark with horses on a starship. <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie is a shark jump. I am... And, and, and I've heard, you know, I've seen comments on Facebook and whatnot where people are saying that, oh, it's just an, it's an original story. You don't like that either. Just because it's an original story doesn't make it good. It's not original. And, because, but it's not original. I was about no. to say that. This is not original. Because, I've heard all of this before. Yeah. On the internet. And that's where he pulled from. Exactly. You can tell and it's obvious. Yeah. It's not original because we wrote it. Should and have been they that stole way. it. There's a reason that you don't do that is because fans aren't the best screenwriters. No, we're not. We're terrible. No, because uh, trust me, if fans had their way, that'd have been Obi Wan's granddaughter. I mean, I don't know exactly how I would tell the story, but I know it needs to be simple. And th- it needs to be simple. It needs to be. But that doesn't mean and that stop the story- with the big reveals. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. You're in the third film of a fran- of this ser- of this trilogy. The, the uh, big reveals are out the window at this point. Yeah, her being a Palpatine is nothing. It yeah. means nothing to the story. But, because if you could tell it in another way, when, if it doesn't have to be in the movie, then why is it in the movie? 
Because it, yeah, because it, it doesn't mean if shit. If you take that out, the movie still, it the movie still would have made just as much sense. Yeah. So it would have. It's just there. It's just there for them to say it's there. Just to fans are gonna be pissed off if we don't actually follow through with her parents. I, I don't give a care. You are. Well, it doesn't follow through with what you said in the last film. They're no one. Stick to that and have some balls. But they completely retconned Ryan Johnson's entire movie. Yeah, they did. When they should have been built off of. Because there's a lot that I even said. There's a lot in Last Jedi that you could use in this movie. And another called it moment because she's burning that ship. And I told you in the last review. I told you that Luke's ship was going to come into play. I told you and I should not be able to do that. It was just all very predictable, all very easy. There's a difference between simple and easy. And Star Wars, you you can't. A new you hope can't, is a new a new hope is simple. Yeah, this is easy. But when you have characters that are doing things that don't make sense, that are making decisions because the plot needs them to, it reminds me of other films that I don't like. And I just, it shouldn't have been this way. I'm really, really disappointed in this film. Yeah, so am I. I think that the, I think Return of the Jedi did a better job. I think Return and Last Jedi are better than this film. I am not going to say it's worse than any of the prequel films. That's, no, but, it's not. But this. But it, I tell you what, dude, it feels like one. Oh, yeah. This is probably. I would I would honestly rank this right above the prequels as far as how much I did didn't like this movie. The prequels are always going to be at the bottom. This one's right there, and then the rest are ranked. Yeah, but this one is right right above it. I I don't I don't even think I I don't even know if I want to own this film because I don't I don't know if I want like I'll watch it again to make sure that I'm not being a complete cynical asshole when it comes to this film. Yeah, I want to see it again too, but I don't know if I want I don't know if I want this in my collection. But, I probably will get it because it. I have to own it, but I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch it. I just. I, I remember the next day, I, uh, I listened to Stuckman. Okay. Um, his spoiler-free review, and his feelings on the film, they reinforced what I was feeling. I was like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm. I'm not being a cynical asshole. It, because he didn't hate the film either, and there's just the the stories are just, it's just all over the place, and you don't get anything out of it. No, there's no there's no emotional weight in this film. No, none for anything. Once it's they, just a thing. The moment they brought Chewie back, yeah. I knew that death had no consequence. Yeah, pretty much. And they just kill everyone and bring them back. The only one who stays dead is Kylo Ren and Leia. But she died for no reason. She died because he died. No, she died because the strain of her talking to him was too much for her body, apparently. No, they were connected, and when Ray killed him, it that killed her. That makes no sense. That's not how the Force works either. You can't just kill someone and kill someone else. <laughs> that's that's dumb. I always thought it was because... It was her last moment, or her. It was because you know. It was was actually it was both of those things. Because yeah, because it. But it didn't happen until because doing that killed Luke in the last film. But it didn't happen until Kylo Ren was stabbed. As soon as as soon as he was stabbed, she died. That's just yeah, and I don't think it was because they were connected. I think it's just because she she used that last minute to to try to stop him, and then Ray just did it anyway. I think they just died at the same time because plot convenience. Yeah. We both got to get to the big battle because what does Palpatine call it? A, a, a what in the Force? I don't even that remember. That these two are? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't. I couldn't understand him for one thing. Uh, what the word was? I don't. I didn't either. I I can't even remember what he said because I was just so ready for him to stop talking. Stop explaining this to me and show me. Yeah. Be evil. Just don't, because, yeah, don't be like... Don't just say evil shit. And his motivation's completely turned around anyway because he wanted Ray to kill him and then 
Kylo Ren shows up and he's like, oh wait, never mind. I'm going to be the bad guy again. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to get you both in my body. Okay, when and how? Yeah. There's a... I'm sorry, folks. We were both really excited for this film. And it didn't let us down because it didn't live up to our uh, our headcanon expectations. It fails as a film. It's not a good movie. No. It's a, it, and there's a lot of... There's bad movies I like. There's there are those. Yeah. And it's okay to like a bad film, but you but I have to be objective with everyone. Not to mention the bad films you like, you like them because they are bad. I I don't like this movie because I wanted it to be good and it's bad. I'm not going to enjoy this movie because of how bad it is. That's why you watch other films like right. The Room, which we've already talked about. I'm not going to go and watch this movie with the kind of joy that I get from The Room, like, "Oh my god, that's so bad." No, I'm going to watch it like, "Oh my god, this is so terrible." Yeah. Why did they do that? It's obvious when a film is bad and it's good. There are plenty of movies like that. This one is bad and it sucks that it had, that it had to it's be. It's the worst kind of bad. Yeah, the bad that makes you angry. Like Boondock Saints 2. I hate that film. It's bad. People think it's fun because of how bad it is. No, that movie pisses me off because of what came before. If it's just a bad film with nothing before it, then that's one thing. That movie can be but bad. But you're tying up a trilogy. Yeah, you're tying up a... No, you're tying up nine films. I A trilogy of trilogies. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, 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 Granted, I know that this movie was probably very hard to write. I don't know how many... But it seems like they didn't go through... Did they have script meetings about this fucking movie? Because there's so much inconsistency in it that it, it it boggles my mind how it was put together this way, how this story was greenlit. I don't I don't understand it. I don't either. I, I, I don't think I ever will. It just it, it it shows that I have zero faith in Hollywood to tell a good story. Other all they want to do is sell you shit, and they're selling you nostalgia in this film. And it's they're doing it the wrong way. The nostalgia when you're watching a Star Wars flick should be the feeling that you have for watching a Star Wars film. There was one moment where I felt nostalgic, where it was the beginning of the film when Poe, Finn, and Chewie are playing that game, and they're like, "He's cheating. How does he think he keeps winning?" He's oh, Chewie's cheating. That was a fun little moment. Yeah, that was nostalgia. Get on with your new thing. If you want to have callbacks, fine. That's one of them that worked for me. Yeah. Because it didn't feel out of place. No. It, that's exactly what these people would do. They're on a starship, and they, they've got time to kill. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what else are they going to do? And we've already seen how much Chewie loves this game. Of course he's going to be winning. And, you know, Poe being a sarcastic asshole, he's probably cheating. And then Finn comes in. He's probably cheating. He's probably, he's probably cheating. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That got, a, that got a laugh out of me. It was fun. Uh, I did not... Uh, there's this new droid now who has zero purpose of being there at all. Oh, the that, the blowhorn? Yeah. Or the bullhorn droid? That's just another toy they wanted to sell you. And I saw it from the beginning. I'm like, this character is going to have no overall purpose or meaning or going to bring anything to this movie at all. That's just another toy they're going to sell you in three weeks. <sighs> I, I, I don't know how much more I can say about this film because I I think that we've demonstrated that this story is again, it's, it's just full of holes. It's, it's messy. It's sloppy. It's lazy. And it hits all the wrong notes. I'm, Glad it's over, honestly. I, I, I wish we hadn't gone out on such a low note, but thank God I, I am too. Yeah. Because at least now they can't let me down anymore. I know. Because that's all... You don't have to... People are going to go see your movie. It's a Star Wars film. Yeah. We're not... All you have to do is write a good script. That's it. And, the, and I, I can't believe I said this, but... The 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 less lightsabers in your Star Wars film, the better. Yes, because that's not what it's about. 
That's not what it's about. A New Hope had one lightsaber fight, and that's all. And it was boring as shit. How many lightsaber fights did Empire have? One. One. How many lightsaber fights did Jedi have? One. One. Why? Because lightsaber battles are supposed to be about character. They're also supposed to be a very, very rare thing to happen in this universe. Because because the lightsaber every- is so deadly for one thing, not and, and not everyone can wield one, and not everyone has them. No, only a select few people have them. And when you run into someone that has one on the opposite side of you, that's also that's even more rare. I understand that you have to have one because both of your main your protagonist and antagonist are force wielders, but they don't they fight in this movie like three or four fucking times. For nothing. No reason. Just to show you lightsaber. I can't. I just no. I'm I'm done. I, I can't. I I can't think about this movie anymore. I'm done yeah, I'm done with this movie. I'm done with this review. So, Absolutely. So So this will be the last um episode until the new year because I will be out of town. And kind of got to think of what we're going to do for the next couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. So it'll be a couple of weeks before we come back. But once we're back, we'll be doing our same uh, week-to-week schedule. So we will definitely let you all know when we're coming back. I I need to take a break because I I need to breathe. (laughs) Like, if we were going to karaoke right now, I couldn't sing. Like, I I yelled so much for an hour. Oh, yeah. So this was the final episode of Star Wars Month. Thank you guys so much for listening and sticking with us. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry if uh, we didn't uh, come at you with a better uh, or on a higher note here in this but episode, they didn't, but so. but they didn't either. I had to, and, and we're always going to tell you the truth about how we feel. Yes, and we always try to be completely objective about a film because I could have went in there and and oohed and nod at the at the flashy lights and said this movie was awesome, but I'm I can't do that. I, I can't, and that's what I told a friend of mine because he's not like us. He just watches them to watch them. And, I, and I'm like, I told him, I'm like, I have nitpicks, but you, you'll like it. You will absolutely like it. But you're, cause you're not like me. You're not like me. And you're like, you don't, you don't think about the things that we do. No. If you're just going in there for lightsaber fights and space battles, you're good. Cause trust me, they beat you over the head with it. Yeah. If you want a, a good story that has a, a great emotional ending and um, uh, just, it, you're not going to get it. Go watch the original trilogy if that's what you want. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm Ian. I'm Seth. We'll see you next. We'll see you back in 2020. Bye bye.